0: Jimmy talks sports. One. What is? What is going on? This Ah, is. ah, Boys nervous. Boys nervous. All right, man. You know, we'll just we we, will we'll cut right into it. Um, we'll just start in the famous one that I love talking about: the pristine college football. Mm. And it's it's crazy to say that it's it's playoff time in college football. I talked about it all year, uh, where things were going to be, how things were going to happen. And the last couple weeks has not shaped well for a lot of teams. Um, Ohio State fans were on the ropes as if they were even going to get in. They were scared, they were nervous. Um, they got lucky. Uh, USC went down against Utah, and Kansas State beat TCU to help put Ohio State into the college football playoff. I know a lot of people still ain't happy about it. Um, Can't appease everybody. Alabama certainly wasn't happy about it, but you were a two-loss team. You didn't win your division. You didn't really do much in the division, so it is what it is. Mm -hmm. Um, Speaking more of Ohio State, um, CJ Stroud will be at the Heisman Ceremony this coming Saturday at 8 o'clock. He is one of the invitees, along with the Georgia quarterback, TCU quarterback, and I want to say it's the Tennessee quarterback. Um... We'll all be at the Heisman Ceremony this weekend. Um, So congrats to them. Salute to them on an astounding year from all of them. Uh, Especially, man, honestly, in my opinion, I know I'm a Buckeye fan and everything, but I think the trophy goes to the kid from TCU. That kid is a dog, and he has the dog in him. He did everything he could to try to win the football game uh, this past weekend against Kansas State. I mean, he's only one guy he can only do so much but man i am i can say i'm proud of him and and i am <laughs> i'm not a tcu fan but the the kid tried his hardest they went down in overtime 31 to 28 mm. it was a good game i mean he didn't have the best game of his career but he went 18 36 251 in a touchdown he ran for 110 yards in a touchdown too he tried everything in his power to keep his team in the game and to keep them moving Um, but he is in the college football playoff, so he does get it like a redemption. They are playing Michigan um, in the first round. We've got Ohio State has Georgia in the Peach Bowl. Both games take place New Year's Eve. The uh, Michigan and TCU game will be first. They will be the 4 o'clock game. Ohio State and Georgia, they're calling it a – they're saying there's going to be a defenseless game. It's just going to be nothing but offense. (laughs) Um, And that will be at 8 o'clock, again, on New Year's Eve um it's uh, that game i'm i'm excited for a lot of people didn't want us to have georgia in the first round they wanted the ohio state michigan rematch and i'm like maybe they'll meet in the national title game for the first time ever it'll be an all big 10 national title game which will be insane and to see the rivalry uh for them to go at each other again so we'll see we'll see how that goes uh how the how the playoffs will go um congratulations to every single team that made it to either the college football playoff or made it through their season and made it to a bowl game and became bowl eligible. Um, it's not easy. College football is one of the hardest sports to play. Um, I am a little disappointed in Deion Sanders. I'm proud of him and congratulate him for his new head coaching job at Colorado. Um, congratulations to that. I don't like how he addressed the team the very first time he met him. Um, hmm. He straight up went into this meeting and was like, uh, um, I got people on my way. Um, You guys can hit the transfer portal. Pretty much that's...
1: What, 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 wait a minute, man. What, 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 what? I read briefly, they said he was... Is he a sellout
0: for leaving? No. No, 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 no. So, <laughs> in college football, it's, there's either two things that's going to happen, and he mentioned it. It's either you're going to move up, you're going to get to a bigger school, or you're going to get down, you're going to get fired, and you're just gonna try to job hop and see yourself somewhere else um no i'm proud of him for getting to colorado again that's a higher step up from jackson state i mean you're playing i think d3 d4 school now you're at a Mm. division one school so Mm. however after this all this interview came out he did have i guess an active 200 players reach out to him uh some of them being four or five star recruits uh from the transfer portal to come play at colorado with him and he is bringing his son to be the starting quarterback who threw for 6,400 yards and... I'm uh, sorry, 7,400 yards and 64 touchdowns in his two years at Jackson State. So oh. uh, the kid has a rocket. He is a precise and accurate quarterback. I will give him that. So it's going to be interesting to see how that plays out out there in Colorado. Um, But I'm very interested to see how the um, college footballs, you know... The award ceremony goes to see who wins what award and to see if it was fair. Um, again, that all takes place this uh, Saturday. Uh, the Heisman Trophy will be at eight o'clock, so everything will happen before then. Um, it's very interesting to see what's going on. A couple of Buckeyes entered the transfer portal. Uh, one of them being a wire. Uh, I'm sorry, a linebacker. Um, Tadajay Mitchell, which he he was a good linebacker last year. He was hurt majority of this year, so good luck to him and wherever he finds a new home. Another one was at a freshman safety, uh, Jalen Jackson. Again, salute to him. Hopefully he finds a home for him suitable uh, so he can be a starter. Um, Those players obviously weren't going to be starters on this team. There's Mm -hmm. just so much behind them and ahead of them. So, again, I have no bad blood with them leaving. I am a little of mixed emotions with Jackson Smith and Ajigba. Um, I'm disappointed that he's not playing in the college football playoff and he's going to go pro. I don't think he should go pro after pretty much missing the entire year. I know he did try to get back on the field. I know he conversated with doctors and his family and what the best decision was for him. And again, this is his decision. However, I think for a career standpoint for him, I don't think it was the right move however uh he could still be a second or third round pick depending on how he is in the combine um so we'll see see how that transpires for him he is a great young man he's a great teammate through and through so good luck to that to you know to him and hopefully he's there on the sidelines you know supporting the buckeyes come december 31st which i think he will be um so we'll we'll see We'll, we'll see what happens there uh, Ohio State's offensive coordinator Kevin Wilson is leaving and going to Tulane to become the new head coach there. And it, from what I've seen and read, that Brian Hartline will also become the new co-offensive coordinator, which is, I think, great news because I think I think Brian Hartline will make our offense even more explosive uh, instead of him just being, you know, the wide receiver coach. So hmm. we'll we'll see we'll see how that goes and. Uh, again, good luck to everybody that's, again, in the playoffs and in the bowl game. Um, the bowl season, I want to say, starts here in a few weeks. Uh, actually, two weeks. Uh, December 16th is your first bowl game. Um, it'll be Miami, Ohio versus UAF uh, in the hometown Lenders Bahamas Bowl. I where we just make up bowl names at this point. (laughs) Um, But December sixteenth is when uh, the bowl games uh, tip off. Mm. So we'll go from there. Um, And then you just got a whole slate of games. It looks like almost every day up until the college football playoff, man. Um, And of course, once you get closer to that college football playoffs is when the games get more interesting. Um, So I I really can't wait to see some of these uh, bowl games and to see, you know, what conference does great. Because I know there's... I don't know if you ever pay attention to the bowl games and what conference, how they do. There was like one year where like the Big Ten went like seven and one the SEC went like six and three or something like that. It was it's incredible, like how you watch how each conference does and, you know, they can talk who's the best conference. Um, that's what I always look forward to when it comes to the bowl games and everything.
1: What's going on Cop. in 2023?
0: With uh uh twenty twenty-three everything stays the same. Oh, okay. I wanna say I wanna say it's the year after twenty twenty four is oh. when they're gonna do the twelve team um playoff. Oh okay. so that's when you'll that's when you'll see you know, you won't see I'm gonna be very blunt about this. You won't see so many crybabies when it comes to the playoff committee at the final week of the season. Mm. Um which I from the first time the playoff ever started, I said it would have been better with twelve teams to start with. It would have been way you know, it would have been better. Mm-hmm. Um, instead of just four teams. I mean, I get granted they're the best four teams in the country, they're playing each other, cool. But the top twelve teams, there's always those underdogs that are that are there that can surprise you. Um so that's why I like the fact that it's gonna finally go to twelve um twelve teams. It's it's gonna be very interesting. And to say the least, I, I can't wait to see how teams recruit around it and build around it and go from there. Um, We had some interesting things happen uh, in the NFL this weekend. Uh, first and foremost, Lamar Jackson is week to week with a knee injury. Um, I heard that it is not season-ending so far, so that is good for the Ravens. It's also bad for the Ravens when they're fighting for a playoff spot, so we'll again, we'll keep track of that and see where that goes um the Bengals beat the chiefs in a beautiful game a uh, beautiful close game and you know makes your heart pound <laughs> um bingles won twenty seven twenty four. 24 uh their defense stepped up huge in the fourth quarter and um could be more proud of how joe burrow led the team the entire game joe burrow went 26 for 31 almost 300 yards uh ran for i think about 50 yards and a touchdown so um, you know it's bad when Joe Burrow outruns Derrick Henry of the Tennessee Titans, who's the best running back in the league right now. He's at a bad couple of weeks. Um, Steelers beat the Falcons 19-16. to The Steelers are still trying to make that run, make that push to at least have a winning record. Um, the Packers, again, beat the crap out of the Bears. They, I think Aaron Rodgers will forever own the Bears at this point. However, Justin Fields is one of those guys where he is looking great. He's one of those Ohio state quarterbacks. That's not your traditional Ohio state quarterback. He's actually doing something in the NFL. He just doesn't have a squad around him to do something. Um, Justin Fields is incredible. I am proud of him and everything that he is doing this year. This is his coming out year. Um, he's one of the only quarterbacks to have back-to-back 50 yard rushes along with, uh 50 yard touchdown passes he's one of the ones Only do that So I'm excited to See where the rest of the season takes him. again They're not a playoff team this year but He is doing his thing nevertheless And I am I am I'm very Proud of him and what he is doing and Hopefully the Bears can build around him Um, Them being three and ten Doesn't define who they are as a team Um, And the future is Bright in Chicago If they build around him Uh, Jacksonville got obliterated by Detroit, (laughs) 40 to 14. (laughs) And it's crazy to think that Detroit has won uh, four of their last five. um, To see that they're five and seven um, is just, it's mind boggling to say. But again, I called this at the beginning of the year, and I don't remember who all remembers me saying it. I said Detroit was a team I was looking forward to and the Jets were a team I was looking forward to. And they are not they're not by any means um living down to that at all. They're living up to expectations. I mean, granted the Jaguars are four and eight, but they're winning games. They're winning games or you know, they're supposed to win. And honestly, of the eight games that the Jacksonville Jaguars have lost, it's only been by a touchdown. It's not like they're getting blown out. They're they've lost close games. Um the Jets uh, couldn't bring the comeback against the Vikings. The Vikings held on to win twenty-seven twenty-two. Um, the Vikings are ten and two. This I did not see happening. I did not hmm. see Kirk Cousins leading the Minnesota Vikings to ten and two. Justin Jefferson is having a heck of a year. That kid is stellar. Uh, he keeps up numbers like this. You're you're definitely looking at a future Hall of Famer receiver. The, the kid is incredible. Uh, A game I'm not happy with, and I wish it would stop happening in the NFL because it doesn't happen in college, is ties. I am so tired of ties in the professional football league. I'm going to say this again. I am tired of ties in the professional football league. That is one rule where I wish they would adapt to college and bring in the college overtime rules to the NFL. It is incredible to watch professionals go out there, get into overtime, and then if nothing happens in overtime, it's a tie. You know You know, distract, you, know, you know, how bad it is for a team to go out there and to play their hearts out and for the game to end where nobody wins?
1: Oh, yeah, that's horrible. Like,
0: what? <laughs> and that was a big divisional game with the Giants and the Commanders. It was, I mean, that's, that's a huge implication on, you know, who wins the division and who's, you know, who's going on. And, I mean, granted, the Eagles are running away with that division because they're the, you know, they're one of the best teams in the NFL. Um,
1: Can you flip but, a coin, maybe? Just somebody? I mean, yeah, like yeah, at that play point. Play like a
0: two, two minute sudden death, or, you know, like I said, if you implemented college football rules, so the college football rules are you get an overtime. So let's say um, the first round when you're in overtime in college football, you go kick field goals. You go to another round, you go double overtime. Yeah. They both score touchdowns. Now, since they both score touchdowns, they have to continuously score touchdowns. Then after that, in the third uh, round of overtime, it's after you score your touchdown, you gotta go for two. Hmm. So college college football knows what they're doing, and they don't end games in ties. And it's 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 fun. It's excitement. It pumps the crowd up when you're in overtime, and mm-hmm. you see these things happening. You go to overtime in an NFL game, and nobody wins. What's happening? Why? <laughs> why? 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 <laughs> Money. Um, so. Money. I, you know I don't know, and I really hope they talk about it more this offseason and get that figured out. Uh, the Eagles obliterated the Tennessee Titans, 35-10. Uh, to Jalen Hearns right now is uh, running away with the MVP trophy. Um, I think Joe Burrow's close behind him as far as how they lead their teams. Um, but, man, I was watching some highlights from this game, and the pocket – pretty much was like this for Jalen Hearns to sit in and just throw the ball. I mean, and just launch the ball around. I mean, the pocket was beautiful. He was protected. The Eagles, the Eagles look great. However, there is parts on their defense where they're not so great, but I know they're also dealing with injuries and 11 and one is their record. But I feel like if they played a team that has a little bit more of an aerial attack, I think the Eagles would get a little bit exposed. Uh, but nevertheless, I don't want to discredit them. They They're a heck of a team this year so keep doing what you're doing philly yeah. baltimore 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 mm. uh, um, baltimore mm. barely escaped denver 10 to 9 this past weekend and it was on the back of tyler huntley uh leading them in the fourth quarter down the field to score the game-winning touchdown um you know i was very impressed uh with tyler hunt huntley you know he didn't let the pressure get to him. He took the Ravens down the field and did what he had to do to get them to win. Um, again, it's a sad situation seeing Lamar Jackson hurt and not out there for that team when they're fighting for the playoffs. So, again, we'll see how that transpires. I'm going to still call the Denver the Denver Broncos not the smartest team in the NFL. You're paying a man $250 million to be your quarterback, and you can only put nine points on the board. Nine. Nine. They, I get – I know he's not prime Russell Wilson like he used to be. I get that wholeheartedly. However, you're playing for an organization that knows what winning is. And this is very disappointing for this franchise, for this fan base, and everything else. I mean, he has his own players yelling at him now at this point, And it's just mm-hmm. sad. You trade away all these pieces for Russell Wilson for nothing. Nothing is happening. Like, you kicked three straight field goals in this game. You missed the game-winning field goal uh, that would have won you this game. And I read that if the Broncos would score 18 points a game this year, they would be 10-2. and two. Think about that. Wow. Then this would have been a, an outstanding signing. They would be 10-2. But mm-hmm. the fact that their offense can't get their heads out of their butt and get something moving is incredible. I don't know if it's an offensive coordinator thing that's not using Russell Wilson in the offense right. I don't know what it is, but it needs to get fixed, and it needs to get fixed quick because – I already know John Elway ain't gonna put up with it. The rest of the Denver Broncos organiz- organization isn't gonna put up with it. A lot of people are gonna probably get fired. Um, yeah, yeah that's a sad situation. Ladies and gentlemen, Deshaun Watson is back, and boy did he look like crap. Um, granted, I know it's his first game back. Suspended for the first eleven games, he was out the year prior. I understand. However you are a quarterback you should be ready at all times the dude just under throwing passes not mm. not hitting the mark at all he looked awful um if it wasn't for the browns defense and special teams in this game they would have lost to the texans mm. if you count 21 of their 27 points you take those away texans win this game and it's incredible to say but Desha- deshaun watson did not look good Um, hopefully it's just cobwebs (laughs) we'll see against when they play uh, Cincinnati this coming weekend big huge divisional game and this is the game I feel like that would separate Cincinnati a little bit more from the AFC Um, I've talked about this with a few people that Cincinnati pretty much needs a win they need a win out honestly for a great playoff spot however they can afford to lose uh, the game that they have I think against the Buccaneers if they wanted to Um, but They need to beat the Browns. They need to beat the Bills, the Patriots, and the Ravens out of those five games besides the Buccaneers. But honestly, after watching how the Bengals have played since the uh, bye week, they have been incredible. Everybody has been locked in. Everybody's coming back healthy. Uh, Great news for Bengals fans, for Hayden Hurst, he just has a slight calf strain. He should be back for Sunday's game. If I'm Cincinnati, I'll keep him out, let him get healthy for the following week. Um, I have not heard any more news on Joe Mixon, if he's going to be back or not out of the concussion protocol. Um, and again, that's a, that's another point to bring up. Samaj so Piran, we're going to talk about this guy. This guy is a workhorse for Cincinnati since, uh, Joe Mixon has been out. This guy is incredible. I would trust my offense, uh, in him holistically. Um... Right now, Piron has played in uh, twelve games. He's ran the ball seventy-four times for three hundred twenty-seven yards uh, and one rushing touchdown. Um, now that doesn't say a lot because Joe Mixon's done six hundred five for six touchdowns. However, thinking about when Samaje Piron comes in the game for Cincinnati, he already has half the rushing yards that Joe Mixon has. Um, and then if you go to the pass game, this is where Piron ex- accelerates the most he has 32 receptions for 262 yards and four touchdowns um now you combine both workloads this past game that he played against the chiefs he had a hundred i want to say 50 all-purpose yards total uh putting in work on both sides of the rushing and uh receiving end so again um the Bengals, i think have a little bit of controversy there as far as who's going to be the starting running back when joe mixon's back um I personally think it should be Samaj P. Ron and Joe Mixon can back him up. Or they can run a dual uh running back option like how the Browns do it with Chubb and Hunt. Um I think I think that's something that they're gonna to need to discuss. Uh, moving on to Seattle, beating the Super Bowl champions in the Rams twenty seven to twenty three. Um Geno Smith led a great drive with DK Metcalf for the game winning touchdown. It was incredible. This game was back and forth the entire time. The Rams aren't the Rams this year. Um, They're dealing with way too many injuries. Again, I still feel like they have a Super Bowl hangover. Um, Their players don't look amped. Again, Matthew Stafford's out. Cooper Cup is out. I mean, that's half your offense right there. The guy was the Triple Crown wide receiver winner last year, so Uh, the Rams got some problems to figure out. They're obviously not a playoff team this year, so we'll We'll see what transpires out there in L.A. Uh, you can't be mad at these guys. They're making millions of dollars a year. <laughs> um, the Dolphins got exposed finally. Finally got exposed. Exposed? 49ers, the 49ers destroyed the Dolphins 33-17 by the third-string quarterback because Jimmy G went out with a fractured foot, and he will not return for the rest of the year. I am sorry, 49ers fans, that you have to hear that from me. Mm. He is not coming back this year. Um, but this kid, what they're calling Mister Irrelevant, uh, he he led the show. He did his thing. Um, he he played his butt off. He went. Uh, he he went off. Um, he didn't fold to pressure whatsoever. Playing, you know, most people would have folded to pressure. You know, going against the Miami Dolphins. I mean, that's a high power offense and defense that you're playing against. You know, one of the best in the league and. He went twenty five, thirty-seven, two, 10, two touchdowns, a pick. Um, but again, that that pick doesn't define what he did that day. Um I mean, he just he spread the ball around, he looked good and he looked poised. It was it was beautiful. Um Tua just turned the ball over way too many times. He fumbled and then also threw two picks, so three turnovers by him, the most that he's had in his career so far. Um it was not impressive. So we'll we'll see what transpires out there in Miami and see if they can rebound or what's happening. Raiders fans. Uh-oh. Get hyped. They're coming back. They are uh winners of 5 of their last 6, they're 5 and 7. Um they beat the Chargers 27 to 20 huge individual uh in division game. Um defeating the Chargers is no easy thing to do and um they're doing it. And the Raiders and that Carr and Adams combination, man, it's getting more deadly by the week, and I'm hoping they can keep that momentum moving. Uh, They looked beautiful together, and I mean beautiful. Um, So we'll see if the Raider Nation can keep that momentum, and maybe they can sneak into a wild-card spot if things keep happening the way they have been in the AFC. Um. Last game of the night, the primetime game, the Cowboys and Colts. I don't know why this was the primetime game. No diss to the Cowboys. Uh, I feel like the Cincinnati Bengals game and Chiefs game would have been a great primetime uh, event. It would have loved to see it. Um, but the Cowboys obliterated the Colts 54-19. to um, Again, the Cowboys did not go off into the fourth quarter. This game was close up until then. Um, Then the defense finally took over. Offense took over. They finally started doing things. I still do not have faith in the Dallas Cowboys. Um, They haven't played a good team. And when they did, they got beat. And let me look at their schedule. Okay. So, again, you play a slack division team in the Texans, a slack division team in the Jaguars. In your next two games You should obliterate them Now you're about to play the Eagles again Can they beat the Eagles? If they can beat the Eagles Christmas Eve If they can beat the Eagles I will have faith You will you will see me have faith In the Dallas Cowboys If the Dallas Cowboys can beat The Titans and the Commanders Their other two games I will then have faith And I will give credit where credit is due And say they're really them boys However right now I do not have faith in the Dallas Cowboys. Um, Come Christmas Eve when they play the Philadelphia Eagles, I will be watching that game, and I will see how they play against a top-ranked opponent. And we will go from there. Um, Good news for them, though. They do get their uh, pro bowler uh, Tyron Smith back at line. They are missing him desperately in the run game, uh, even though Pollard is doing his thing. Zeke Elliott's having his moments, but Pollard's definitely the number one running back there. Uh, update you guys right now. The Buccaneers and Saints are in the first quarter five minutes to go. Buccaneers are up 3-0. Um, the Panthers and Cardinals were on bye this week. Good for those teams to get healthy and try to come back. The Panthers just released Baker Mayfield.
1: Since i was sending a shout out to uh, Ronda. Awesome.
0: chef. Yeah, shout out to the Starbucks barista Rhonda. She's the best, huh? She's a fan of Michigan. That's that's awful. I gotta change your religion. We'll talk later. <laughs> um, but, but back to the Panthers real quick. Baker Mayfield, man, he j- this man can't catch a break. Uh, signed with Carolina this year, out of Cleveland, hoping to get a fresh start. Really didn't have his way with it. Didn't really play great. Now he is no longer on the Carolina Panthers squad um i think possibly a good place for him to finish would either be Houston uh the jets are having quarterback problems so maybe the jets um the colts might even be a good place for him i mean just somewhere where he can has already has a little bit of weapons around him where they can win uh we'll see, we'll see where he goes and where he signs i keep hearing obj put Potentially might be going to Dallas. Not a hundred percent confirmed. At this point, if I'm signing this guy, you sign him now or you don't sign him at all. You let him be a free agent, and we'll see him next year. Because I mean we're getting too close to the playoffs where team chemistry is really a big factor, and I you know, I'd want him to get as many reps as he could prior to the playoffs. Granted, he's a Pro Bowl wide receiver, he knows a pick out pick up where he left off, but you can't you can't have Can't have him come on a squad when he doesn't have any chemistry with anybody. Mm. We're going to move to the NBA. And man, I am a happy guy. (laughs) Um, I'm happy because the Lakers are back. They're winners of eight of the last uh, ten. Anthony Davis has been going off And when I tell you this man has been going off this man has been going off this man is putting up MVP numbers. He is healthy. He is putting in work Uh, to everybody that has slandered this guy and you know I even talk crap about him because he was always hurt Um, for him to come out and do what he's doing so far this year when LeBron James was out and wasn't playing and um, it's it's incredible to see what this guy is doing in the last you know so many games while lebron has been out i mean lebron being out was huge for ad to step up and show that he's the guy mm. um and he's he's not disappointing the last game they just played uh ad dropped 55 points and 17 boards the game before that they played the milwaukee bucks he dropped uh 44 points and 10 rebounds the dude scored 99 points God. in two games he, he's the he's the uh, first los angeles laker to do that since uh kobe bryant rip mamba yo
1: since we talking about the lakers and lebron yeah did did you hear did you read i read that uh draymond green rated uh lebron over uh michael jordan
0: michael jordan yeah yeah because and draymond green did a perfect job of explaining it and i really hope everybody goes and listens to it um he explained it in the way that Michael Jordan didn't go out and beat teams the way LeBron has. And the, Michael Jordan hasn't took teams to the finals the way LeBron has. LeBron is literally carried, like, crappy teams to the playoffs. I mean, look at his first year that he went to the finals in 2007. Please name another person on that roster besides LeBron and Big Z. Yeah, it's hard, right? I know. Yeah. That's what LeBron has come against. And, I mean, minus his year in Miami, you know, he had Wade. He had Bosh. And, honestly, he should have won a championship every year he was there. If We're being very realistic. You should have never lost the first time against Dallas. You lost all momentum. You should have never lost the second time you played the Spurs um, in those finals either. You would have a winning finals record. Nobody would be bad-mouthing you right now. They would claim as you as the goat, But, nevertheless – I have LeBron better in certain aspects of his game than Jordan. I feel like when it comes down to being the GOAT, he, LeBron is the GOAT of this generation. Okay. Yeah. Prior to LeBron, it was Kobe. Prior to Kobe, it was Jordan. Mm. Generational GOATs. And that's how I look at it. That's how I see it. Again, not everybody's going to agree with me. They're like, oh, Jordan. Da, 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 da. Yeah. I don't care. Generational. What we grew up watching. Is different than what everybody else grew up watching. Yes, I caught the back end of Michael Jordan's career growing up. I didn't get to see him be Michael Jordan. However, I got to see it on, you know, NBA Classics. And mm-hmm. I have a DVD on Michael Jordan. Uh, I learned a lot about Michael Jordan prior to being a... before Before I was even, I think, eight or nine years old. Learned a lot about him. However, I got to watch Kobe growing up. I got to watch Kobe and Shaq growing up. Which was amazing because yeah. Shaq is by far one of my favorite players of all time because of not only what he did on the court but what he does off the court for families and colleges and everything Mm. like that Shaquille O'Neal is a heck of a dude and if nobody knows what what Shaq really does outside they need to go you know google him and really see what he does
1: watch his documentary on um, HBO Max oh that's crazy bro he's crazy yes
0: I I love Shaquille O'Neal um and the way he parents his kids to be great and not he didn't just give them money he just didn't do anything for them he made them work which was Mm -hmm. beautiful i love that and it's sort of kind of the same thing what lebron's done for his kids he hasn't handed them anything he's told them you know well he's led them along the way on what to do how to do it and stuff like that Mm -hmm. and if nobody's been paying attention bronnie james has been going off in his high school games the kids averaging i think about 25 30 points a game so I'm excited to see after this year where he gets recruited and where he lands. Um, but, yeah, AD has been going off. He's averaging, I think, in the last 10 games. You might as well mid-average about 35 points per game, at least 12 rebounds. He's shooting over 70% from the field, which is phenomenal. Um, LeBron is less than 1,000 points away. I, honestly, I think he's less than 940 points away from becoming the NBA's all-time leading scorer. Wow. Wow. And you're talking about a guy that is a past first person. He also passed Magic Johnson not too long ago on the all-time assist list. Again,
1: all the guy's not up. A... All time. All
0: time. hmm Wow. LeBron, is the first... LeBron will be the first player in NBA history when it goes down. He will be the only one to average a triple-double in the all-time figures of being in the top 25 of all those categories. Wow. <laughs> yeah uh he's a special guy man he's a generational talent you'll never see it i feel like again until we get thank that certain person that's gonna get there with him. Uh, again nobody thought there would be another jordan you had kobe and then now you have lebron so um we we will see what happens and what transpires um lebron already said his number one thing was Bronny coming to the nba and him getting to play with him okay so one last game I, what One last time, and I can't wait to see where that goes. So, But everybody look out for the Los Angeles Lakers. They're doing their thing. Uh, Russell Westbrook, I am proud of this guy. I am proud of this guy. I am proud of this guy. For the first time in his career, in the last three games, he has not turned the ball over. He is. They are 3-0 and with Russell Westbrook doing that. Him coming off the bench has been phenomenal for the Los Angeles Lakers. He is providing a spark. He is providing a momentum that I have not seen out of this team. You know, since they won the championship back in 2020, um, the young kids for the Lakers are doing their thing. Walker, they exi- the uh, acquisition they got this past off is averaging about 18-20 points a game. Uh, Austin Reeves is doing the same thing, averaging about 15-20 points a game. Um, I'm just, I'm overallly proud of how this team has turned around, flipped the season around, um, and they're getting there. They're getting there. So, shout out to the, uh, shout out to them. Shout out to the Boston. Freaking Celtics.
1: <laughs>
0: if if these teams keep up what they're doing, and I mean keep up what they're doing, we might see a Boston and L.A. rematch in the oh, finals. Wow. We might see a classic showdown in the finals. Jalen Brown's going off, averaging over 30 points a game, at least eight rebounds a game with those um, shooting over 50% from the field. Jason Tatum's doing the same thing. They the, These cats are going off. They're going crazy. It is freaking beautiful. I am loving what I'm seeing. It's so nice to see the NBA back and it's being and it's so competitive this year. It's it's so competitive. It's so nice. Um, the Boston Celtics right now currently are the number one team uh, in the league. Uh, wow. Following them, it is the Milwaukee Bucks. Then it's the Phoenix Suns, who, which of course, the Phoenix Suns are number one out there in the West. And then nobody would have thought. Guess what? The New Orleans Pelicans are right there. <laughs> <laughs> uh man, that young team, they're they're doing their thing. And then around out the top five, the Cleveland Cavaliers are there. Your sixth place tied is the uh Denver Nuggets and the Memphis Grizzlies. I mean, it's crazy. Uh Golden State fans, you guys can calm down and relax. They're coming out of their funk. Uh a lot of teams are coming out of their funks I mean your traditional worst teams, uh what they are and what they always will be. The Hornets, the Rockets pistons and the magic man they just i i don't i don't know what they need but they need something Mm. um the san antonio spurs it's sad to say they are one of the worst teams in the nba uh you haven't heard that in quite some time it's it's very depressing to see greg popovich go out and coach and them not to have a winning record so again the season's still young they can turn things around they've done it before seen them do it before um and then the the Chicago Bulls—they are just rough start. Nine and fourteen. Again, the season's not over. They're not done by any means. They, I think, they can definitely turn around, get it together. Um, but it's just—it's—it's again—it's the competitiveness that's happening this year. That's—it's—it's it's incredible. It's mind-boggling to see what everybody's doing. Um, currently, right now, leading the league in points per game is Luka Doncic. Uh, behind him is Giannis. Behind him is Shea uh, Gildress Alexander from OKC. Behind him, Steph. And then right out of the top five is Jason Tatum. Um, incredible, especially to see the young guy, uh, Shea Gildress Alexander. Man, that kid is—he's something special. He might—you might be looking at him as an early trade candidate either this year or during the off season to get him out of OKC and get him somewhere where they can lead. You know, a team to the playoffs, and he could be a big contributor. Um, Steph Curry's doing his thing, man. Averaging, you might as well say he's averaging 31 points a game. God. It's beautiful. Yeah, that kid. It's it's it, it's going to be a sad day, and I and I really want people to know in the NBA, um, LeBron, KD, and Steph are all getting old. And I mean, they're pushing mid 30s. LeBron's pushing 40s. Um, they're not going to be out there forever, and you guys got to respect the game that's there now. Um and you know again we respect the young pups that are coming up that's doing their thing that's taking over the league you know slowly but surely John Moran shout out to you you're you're freaking crazy dude um Darius Garland out there in Cleveland again another crazy guy just you know the young guys taking over the league it's bola bola uh for the Orlando Magic slowly but surely coming into his own um it's it's cool to see the younger kids coming up but it's it's crazy and hurts all at the same time to see the older guys about to get out and it sucks, and you know I know how you know people before me felt. You know when Jordan left, uh, you know Kobe left,
1: when, you uh, know all, all the, Iverson all, left.
0: Yeah, Iverson, yeah, Tenney,
1: man. Man.
0: uh When you know all the greats left, man, it's 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 crazy. But you know, nevertheless, again, a shout out. Like I said, shout out to all the young cats, man. They're doing their thing, and you know, respect who we have in the NBA now because we're we're not gonna have that forever. Um. I, again I just I, I'm i loving the NBA right now it's yeah. it's a beautiful thing um, tomorrow big matchup uh, we'll, we'll see truly how good the Lakers are because they're going against the Cleveland Cavaliers up there in Cleveland um, so we'll, we'll see if the Lakers are officially back we'll see if LeBron keeps his dominant streak against Cleveland because every time he plays Cleveland he just obliterates them he usually drops 30 or 40 points on them every time yeah so Cleveland um, was
1: good this year or it was decent. Cleveland's great.
0: Yeah. yeah, Cleveland's Cleveland's third in the East, uh top 5 in the NBA. Um they have a gr- like I said they have a great starting lineup, Darius Garland, uh Donovan Mitchell, Mobley. Um this roster that they have put together and how they use it is incredible. Kevin Love mm-hmm. coming off the bench, is, he's doing his thing, he's firing them up. Chris LeVert doing his thing. I mean, yeah. the roster from head to toe, it's perfectly put together. They're they are a, it's a great squad um i definitely can't wait to see where we're at probably about january february right before the all-star break um to see what teams really separate what teams finally build that momentum and where they go it's very it's incredible um again i haven't seen the nba this competitive and honestly it's been years
1: it's because of covid man
0: I, you know, that like they, that's true. It's it, yeah, COVID. They, COVID did destroy a lot, yeah. and I, I've talked about it before. COVID destroyed destroyed my fandom, yeah. um, for all sports. Like I, I be honest with you, I fell out of love with sports during COVID. Like just couldn't watch it. There was no fan interaction. Like it was just nope. boring. Like mm-hmm. just watching people, you know, shoot the ball, or, you know, or or score or do something. Just like cool. Like <laughs> congrats.
1: Yeah, heart wasn't in it either. They just. It no. was just
0: there. <laughs> yeah. And 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 now that you can see all that stuff's back, and you know, and it's you you can see it. You can see it transpire when you watch the highlights, when you watch the games actually, you know, live on television. Like I, I can tell you, watching the Boston Celtics is very freaking exciting. Mm. They are an exciting young group. And with Tatum and Brown leading the way, if it ain't Cleveland coming out of the East, it's gonna be Boston because just the way the way they are doing their thing right now is incredible. Mm. Jason Tatum's averaging over thirty points a game. Brown's averaging over thirty points a game. Like you have a duo like that, plus the backcourt that they have and the supporting cast that they have, they are very a very hard team to beat. Very hard. So we'll keep I'll keep an eye on Boston, Milwaukee, and Cleveland to see where that stuff transpires. I'm still disappointed in the Brooklyn Nets. Um, I mean, granted, they're 13 and 12, but you got a kid like KD on your squad. You got Kyrie on your squad. Ben Simmons is actually slowly but surely starting to show up. I mean, you shouldn't be a 13 and 12 squad, especially you have Kyrie and KD. Granted, Kyrie just came off of a suspension, but where's, that, where's the Slim Reaper at? Where's that KD everybody that loved to talk about that said that he was better than LeBron? He was better than this. He's that. Mm. Where's that KD at? Because I ain't seen him. And I don't know if I'm going to see him. I am am so tired of the shade that they threw on LeBron because of KD. Granted, the NBA has to have a villain. They have to make somebody a villain. They have to make somebody, you know, look good. But... I am just I am disappointed in KD. There was so much hype around this guy and not to disrespect his game or anything by any means. He is a great NBA player. He he is going to be a Hall of Famer nevertheless, but the KD that I'm seeing right now, I'm just I'm not used to. I'm not used to seeing KD, you know, get shut down or KD not win as many games as he usually does. Cuz I mean, when you look at it when he was with OKC and they had the team built around him, they were great. He him, Russell Westbrook, Harden, everybody was doing their thing. And of course he joined forces with the Warriors, but he did his thing. He got himself a couple rings. He was still averaging 20, 30 points a game with Steph and Clay, I mean, and Draymond. He was still doing his thing, but now you come to Brooklyn and you're nowhere to be found? Facts. (laughs) Um, it's, It's crazy the sleeper i will say coming out of the east and rising slowly where nobody's talking about them is the indiana pacers the indiana pacers it's crazy to say that for me the freaking indiana pacers and they got some players on this squad that are young and that are going crazy wow uh miles turner miles turner's having himself a season as a big man um uh, he's been doing his thing um and this young kid tyrese um I'm going to probably butcher his last name, but Tyrese Hilbert, Hilberton. There we go. Um, kid is crazy. Um, a couple games ago, they beat the Lakers because of this kid. This kid dropped, I think, well, I, I want to say he dropped like close to, I want to say he had 15 assists that game. Let me find it real quick. Because he, he like thoroughly impressed me the way he beat. Uh, the, just the way he came out against the uh, the Lakers, and God, um, oh. it's it's like I said, it's, it's, the, it's the young kids, man. It's, it's the young kids coming out and doing their thing, and it's
1: we going back it, to the Reggie Miller days or what?
0: <laughs> um, I, I wouldn't say he's a Reggie Miller esque because I don't think he's a three point shooter like that. Okay. Um, but as far as like passing the ball like Reggie, oh yeah, you could you could look at him you could you could compare him to Reggie on that aspect. Um, Reggie man. Miller will always be one of the greatest three point shooters For of real. all time.
1: For real. What a um, um who else was there? Jermaine O'Neill. Oh yeah, Reggie Miller. Jermaine O'Neill.
0: I, I the old Indian Pacers, man. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. 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 Notable name Yeah. Reggie Miller, Jermaine O'Neal, uh Ron Artest when he was there, got to that big fight.
1: Oh, uh, yep. um, yep. yeah. Yep.
0: The, the yeah, Pacers the, used the to Pacers? be the
1: group, man. They used to be the I team, mean, you got,
0: man. You got to think also, I mean, you think recently Paul George, uh Danny Granger. Yeah. Um Hey, who's the who's the one guard that was there that I can't even remember his name. Now his name slipped my head. and He's a really good guard and I really like him. Uh Oladipo. Oladipo was there. Um mm. The Pacers, the Pacers have had some teams. They just it, poor coaching, man. Yeah. Poor coach. I mean, it, it goes to show what poor coaching can do to any team, and it's not just the NBA that goes throughout the books of what a um, what a coach can do to your what a coach can do to your squad. Mm. Um, I can't find the game, but I'm not gonna dwell on it too much here. Um, but yeah, I'm just I am thoroughly impressed with the young kids um that are that are coming up the nba is doing a great job on grooming these guys the ncaa you know college basketball they're doing a great job on grooming these guys before they're coming to the nba now you know you used to see those guys that are one and done and they Mm. wouldn't transpire to the nba it wouldn't it wouldn't be a great start to the nba Mm. um but now these kids are slowly developing they're in the g league a little bit more a little bit longer developing their skills a little bit more honing in on a lot of things um so shout out to the nba on you know bringing back the competitiveness and you know really grooming the young guys of our generation um speaking of college basketball i'm gonna talk ladies basketball real quick because i can't i can't talk this enough the ohio state women's basketball number three in the country right now if nobody knows i'm gonna say this again The number three team in the nation right now, if nobody knows. Uh, Ohio State, it doesn't matter, honestly, right now who they've been playing. They have just been obliterating people. And, I mean, they're taking it to them left and right. Uh, They are currently 8-0. They're 4-0 at home. Uh, I'm going to try to pull up their splits real quick, if I can do that. Uh, let's see so right now their team is averaging sixteen point six steals a game wow that is freaking incredible the one game that they played earlier they played a couple of actually a few games where they first forced 20 30 20 turnovers in these games these these girls are going off they're going crazy uh you got I, I'm gonna I'm gonna count this right now you have one two three four you have five women averaging double digit points per game you have two women averaging almost 20 points a game uh and the rest averaging at least ten or more a game so I mean to, to just to see that out of this Ohio State team it's it's incredible I love to freaking see it and again it's not because I'm an Ohio State fan it's mm. but because this team is they're doing something that you know, I didn't think it was gonna. I didn't think they were this good this year. Their the, the first game of the year, they beat the number five team in the nation by twelve points. That which was Tennessee. They just obliterated Louisville, which is number eighteen, by twenty points. And they beat just me staring at this. They beat almost every single team they played anywhere from twenty to forty to fifty points. Um, it's it's phenomenal to see what the osu women are doing Damn. and i hope they keep it up i hope they do um i hope they keep all this momentum i hope they go into the tournament this year with all momentum in the world um salute yes yeah, salute, salute. To, you know not only them the coaching staff and you know just everybody that's holding it down
1: Y'all better get, um, them, their, better get them their props man they, they they've always slept on the, the lady bucks man they the lynch sh- um, play, another man. team,
0: peop- Yeah, no, I, I agree wholeheartedly. Um, they they sleep on them hard, and it's it's a messed up situation. Um, don't be surprised. Don't be surprised if they make a big run this year. And the Big Ten right now has four ranked, uh, sorry, five ranked teams in the top twenty-five as far as uh, the rankings go. Um, shout out to the Virginia women. Uh, nobody's talking about them, but they're currently ten and zero. They're not ranked, but they're ten and zero. Uh, the Virginia Tech women are uh, eight and zero. They're number seven in the country. Um, so there's a lot of good women basketball out here to be played, and it's exciting. And I know women's sports in general, especially basketball, doesn't get its props and what it deserves. But if anybody is listening to me right now, y'all need to go watch. Um, it's a lot more exciting than you think. They play with so much heart. Um, especially, you know, you got teams like Stanford, 10 and one, number two in the country. Um, South Carolina, number one. Uh, number one in the nation. Um, so shout out to all of them. I'm, I'm just thrilled, I am proud. Um, it's It's phenomenal
1: why will you talk more so, about women's sports man They, they need uh
0: it gets it gets so so they get so dragged under you know the men's name you know men's basketball men's professional basketball it just they just get dragged underneath it mm-hmm. it's it's a sad situation um and mm-hmm. I'm I will be here to advocate for them as much as I can um, to tell people that they need to pay attention um, to what's going on. Currently in mids basketball. Huh. Crazy to say that the Houston Cougars are currently the number one team in the nation at 8-0, which... What? <laughs> huh? <laughs> um, the Virginia Cavalier men! Uh, I guess Virginia campus just in general just has it going on uh, out there with men and women. They're currently 7-0, number three in the country. Um, number two in the country right now is Texas, which, again, can't believe that. Um... 6-0. and Jayhawks are there, at number 6. Iowa State, 20. TCU, 24. I mean, the Big 12 has so many teams in the top 25. It's incredible. Uh, men's basketball team for all OSU, they look good. They look, they're young. They're 6-2. and two. They're number 25 in the nation. You can't be mad at them. Uh, Big 10, again, has number, they have five teams left uh, in the top 25 right now. So, Purdue, Maryland, OSU, Indiana, and the fight in Illini. So, we'll see how that transpires. Um couple breaking news things that happened today in Major League Sports. Uh so Major League Baseball, Justin Verlander signed with the Mets to a two year eighty-six million dollar deal. Um can I get that money? Mm.
1: <laughs> wow.
0: Um The Phillies signed Turner to an eleven year three hundred million dollar deal. Again, can I have a couple bucks? Like can you just sell like a couple dollars my way? Uh, it's crazy how these people get played paid sorry um <laughs> played I'm being played It's crazy how they get played too yeah yeah, yeah. you and me both <laughs> Um but I'm going to I'm going to wrap it with that um a lot of big stuff to come in the NFL in the next couple of weeks as far as matchups go and as far as uh playoff seedings um the AFC is shaping up Scary what the AFC is looking like right now. The NFC right now, your your favorite is the Philadelphia Eagles. I don't know if anybody's really gonna beat them the rest of the year. They only have the one loss, and that was against the Commanders. And that was just a sloppy play by Philadelphia. So we'll see. See what happens. Thank you all. Thank you all for listening to my TED Talk. This is Jimmy. I'm out.
1: Ah Wow. Good show. Good show. First one. I'm just a man that sits here and push buttons and says, yeah. I'm your... uh, hey. uh What's the guy I used to be on the Tonight Show? <laughs> <laughs>
0: oh, Ed McMahon. Yeah. yeah. Hey, you know what? I appreciate you. Because you're pressing those buttons <laughs> that I don't know.
1: <laughs> they don't have a... Uh, they don't have a guy anymore on the Tonight Show This is next to the host anymore. No, oh, oh yeah. Don't. The little short... The little short guy The little short uh, They're talking about for Jimmy Fallon? Yeah They replaced it with uh, Jimmy Fallon Jimmy Kimmel Oh Jimmy oh, Kimmel What's that yeah, little that guy right? The little short guy The, the little up <laughs> Don't ask name? me to Don't ask me to say what you just said uh, I have no clue uh-huh. Yeah sure let's go with that Yes, yeah, that's what
0: she's
1: Yeah, so I'm I'm just he's Spanish. Oh
0: I know who she's talking about. I just I can't yeah I can't picture him.
1: Yeah, I'm just that little guy.
0: (laughs) Hey, we need those guys, okay? I appreciate you.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Wow. Well, so will it be a episode two? Oh.
0: Be an episode
1: many, many every week. Many, many.
0: Okay. Many, many.
1: Okay. All right. Uh, I guess we give out social media because you know people gonna uh, want to blast you probably for something you talked about somebody's team. if you guys, hey,
0: guys want to blast me, um, <laughs> blast me, whatever you want to do, that's fine. Uh, you can find me on Twitter, Snapchat, Instagram, all the same handle, J Clark thirty thirty. You can find me on TikTok, James Clark three two seven. You can find me on Facebook just as my name, James Clark. Good luck finding me though.
1: Uh, yeah that's me <laughs> Okay And I'm just de You can find oh, them everywhere Everywhere or well, everything I'm not supposed to say like I used to say so I won't say it, it just everything everywhere Just, just google <laughs> uh, That's it right That's All it Alright till next week Peace out Oh. <laughs>